The local coffee house was crowded that brisk day in spring. I savored the steaming mug in my hands and mused on the inscription. Well-behaved women rarely make history. <laughs> it's so true. I remembered some interviews I'd done with prominent women. One of my favorites was with Bobby Stern, the first woman mayor of a major city, in this case, Cincinnati. I've never been willing to not stand up for what I think is right. Public office has never been of so much value to me that I haven't been willing to risk losing it. And I think that being able to afford one's principles is a great value. And it's a great asset to a politician, and not many people feel that they can do that. I value my enemies. I feel I've earned them, and uh, I'm proud of the things I did to earn those enemies. And then there was Joan Browning, who was thrown in an Albany, Georgia jail in the 1960s for riding on a train with African Americans. She was a 19-year-old college student from the rural South. It really seemed absolutely the right thing to do. And I never felt so, so sure that I was doing the right thing. You know, I knew every minute of every day that this is the thing that I need to be doing at this time. It was something that I could do, and it was a time that my skin color helped by just showing that a white Georgia girl shared a belief with the people who were demonstrating and sitting in and protesting, it spoke more words than in my stuttering I could have said verbally at the time. And those were just some women that I've interviewed. The list of not-so-well-behaved women goes back to Susan B. Anthony, Joan of Arc, and the most infamous rule-breaker ever, Eve. Troublemakers all. Generations of troublemakers. Well, better get going. I guess it's in our bones.